Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world. Your bedroom, living room, bathroom, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This evening's episode is I have another exclusive with another artist that I want to talk about. One of the greatest singers ever. Um, and some say, I'd say like the female equivalent to Nat King Cole because she was pitch perfect. She had a a distinctive tone, a distinctive phrasing. Uh, one of the voices that when you hear her singing, you know, she actually did a commercial back in the 70s for uh, Memorex tapes. Was it live or was it Memorex? And that's a big clue to who I'm talking about. She was one of the greatest vocalists ever. One of those voices that when you hear her, you're like, wow, that's just amazing. And how she was able to what she was able to do, you know, and, and, and touch and affect. And I'm talking about the one and only Ella Fitzgerald. And um, some of the songs that I dug by her, uh, one of them comes off of mine is A Tisk of the Tasket. You know, this has always been like sung a whole lot. Um, and the thing about it is it was interesting how her voice over time just got better and better. Like she was just, just like, like I said, like the female version of that King Cole, just incredible range incredible phrasing, incredible tone, and she could sing the yellow pages clear. I mean, just a very uh, engaging and rich tone, and one of the best vocalists, one of the best pure talents you'll ever hear. Um, just, just listen to her records, you know, back in the day, and just one of those artists that you were just like blown away with just how honest and clear she was, just you know, really took her craft seriously and just had a polished tone, which, again, when you hear a song like that, you're just like, wow, that is just so clean. That is really something else, and I really dug that one a lot. Um, next cut I dug was Misty. And just a haunting tone and phrase. Um, you know, just the way she sung the particular song just left you just kind of like, know it's just so enriched and so engaging you know like um her voice is a is one of those instruments it's like a wave like a water ocean just smooth it just lays you and it just rides nicely you know you 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 know her tone you know where she's coming from um very distinctive very original um just you know, just hit you in a, a certain way, you know, and, and, and it's, that's where the rawness and the talent just speaks for itself, just really engaging, I just really enjoyed that a whole lot, that was a really tight cut, um, her cover of Let's Call the Whole Thing Off, a lot of people have covered this particular song, and have done it, and it's the, um, the Gershwin standard, but the George Gershwin song, but, and that's another thing about her, uh, I at first became introduced to Ella Fitzgerald because my grandmother Helen had back in the day back in other than Hampton, Virginia she had the Ella Fitzgerald Sings the Cole Porter book and I would listen to it look at the album cover listen and study it and just listen to her way she could just sing was just mind blowing but then when you could see that she could cover these composers work and she was so distinctive that it just it just left you feeling like wow she just really had this uh incredible range and you know just moving you know um you know 
you know, it 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 speaks to the core of her of her reach that she could do this, and she really made the songs uh, one of her own. You know, it's just like one of those songs that you know that's called the whole thing. Oh, she just took a song and gave it almost a lightheartedness, but in a serious tone. And she just had that way to do that. You know, again, some artists just make it look so easy. You know, you, you're listening at artists, and some artists you look at and you think, well, they really got to, how are they going to do this? And then you hear her talent, and the ones that are really good to great, they have an ability to make it look so simple, but it's anything but. But that's, she was one of those artists that fell in that category. Just had a very distinctive uh, presentation and made you feel that uh, she could do most anything with her voice. And that was one of the things that I so admired about that. And I really enjoyed how she did that particular cut. One of the earlier songs that I liked a whole lot was I Love Paris. And, you know, the mood and the arrangement and the production of the song starts off as such. But then when she gets into her vocal run with it, um, it's just really mesmerizing. I I found myself just like, Hearing her voice and thinking to myself, I like, wow. I mean, that's that's how you really want to, you know, you really want a singer that can display that uh, timbre, that vulnerability, and it just moves you, and you're just like sitting there like in awe because it just, it's just really that strong, it's really that potent, and it doesn't let up. And um, she definitely shows you that like I said through the years through different projects you know she just whatever the arrangement was and how it just kind of flowed she just had a tendency to just bring up and and reach for more and that's one of the greatest things about I can say about when you hear her vocals you know they didn't they, they always kept channeling different energy and like she could sing anything you know she just had that kind of ability to, to do that and that's one of them songs that I really dug a lot the next song that I liked that she did was Mac the Knife. Now, Bobby Darren probably had their versions of one and one. It depends on my mood. But her version of it is tight. I mean, I really like how she did it. She made it swing. She understood the swing, the snap of it. Again, understand being a strong stylist. Uh, sing those songs like a pro's pro. And just hit the notes, hit the feeling of it. You know, that's the ability. Gave it personality, gave it feeling. She just definitely had that about it. And it's one of them songs that, you know, when you hear her version of it, you can bop to it. You know, she just definitely um, had that going on. And that, again, testament to her talent. Just really enjoyed that a whole lot. That was really tight. The next cut that I dug by her is Cheek to Cheek. And she did this in a duo with the late, great Louis Armstrong. Now, game recognizes game because you're talking about two of the greatest artists ever singing and this was like a dream duet you know for that particular time think about it now this is two of the best to ever do it two distinctive voices two distinctive talents coming together on this particular song and I really enjoyed the way his voice and hers blended love the arrangement love the production of it and the music was like it just really complemented one another again when you have great talent bestowed with one another and you get these kind of results, you don't forget it. It just leaves a lasting impression. And it's definitely, um, you know, one of those kind of songs that you just 
you sit there and you're like, wow, that really sounded really sharp. I really like how they work well together. That was a really nice track, really tight. The last song that I dug a lot by her was High High the Moon. I got a chance to hear this, and for and, and for a particular time, it was a six-plus-minute song. But I love the way, again, her harmonizing, the way she, um, her vocal state just really, like, really smooth, really, you know, really chic with that. I liked how she, um, you know, how she pulled, how she did that particular track. Um, and just the way that she flowed on that song. She has a way of taking a song and making it her own. And then she also has a way of flipping it. Like how she did with The Lady is a Tramp, which Frank Sinatra did so well and elegantly. But she took it and made it very distinctive. She had that she she was one of those kind of artists that's one reason why when you see her singing these, she's one of those stylists who can cover your stuff and make it sound hypnotic. She had that ability, and that's inspired a lot of artists. And she definitely was one of those artists that could just take songs and flip them and make them sound like her own and just had the tone and gave it a style. You know, she was a, she was a, a very distinctive artist. Tone, presence, you felt it in the music. It, it had the aura, it had the swing, you know, exuberated so much emotion and character. And that's one of the best things I can say about her music. So much respect. Please tell me uh, your favorite Ella Fitzgerald songs, live performances, or videos, or albums. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another, and um, just because a song is older, or album is older, doesn't mean you don't find any something new in it, because Ella Fitzgerald's music and style is timeless. It has definitely inspired uh, generations before and thereafter, and can still continue to this day. She, she left a lasting impression of body work. Keep it funky, stay on the one, be safe out there. Be careful. Uh, get a chance. Listen to some Ella Fitzgerald. Because she was a very important artist. All right. Till next time. Peace and the best. We'll catch you.